Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. We have Atif Bostic, Malik Brown, and Dr. Josh Claris, right? Atif Bostic is the CEO of Uplift Solutions, an organization whose mission is to reduce the barriers for justice involved individuals and at-risk youth, helping them to find pathways to long-term success. Malik Brown, who is, uh, listen, he and I went through CPL together, is the CEO of Graduate Philadelphia, an organization whose main initiative is to increase the number of adults completing college in the greater Philadelphia region by engaging business, higher education, government, organized labor, workforce and economic development and more to align existing resources to remove barriers and create new pathways for adults. Dr. Josh Clarice, Clarice, am Clara. I saying that properly? Clarice? Mm-hmm. Clarice, yeah, it's the Jamaican in me, you know, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> is the executive director of North 10 Philadelphia, an organization that works to improve life outcomes for community members of the North Philadelphia Hunting Park East Tioga community so current residents and future generations live happy, healthy, and civically engaged lives. Today, we're going to talk about the grand opening of the Ribbon Center um, and the building in North Philadelphia, a building in North Philadelphia, which will focus on tackling societal concerns associated with generational and systemic disinvestment. Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome morning. to the source. Good morning. Listen, I, I, if you if you if you've had the opportunity to listen to me all morning long, I have been fussing. Right. Educational system has been gutted. Our children aren't learning anything. The buildings are falling apart. This has been going on since the 1970s, early 80s. The disinvestment of our young people in the Philadelphia school system is one that is tragic and it's criminal. Right. There are organizations such as yours who have been doing the work, uh, trying to figure out how to get people up to snuff in the work that they do. On top of all of that, we have a system. If you heard the last conversation that I've had of folks who are creating something, the Heritage Foundation, which is Project uh, 25, 2025, where they're talking about removing the FBI, getting rid of, you know, certain parts of government, invoking the, 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 the oh, Lord, all sorts of things, right? all sorts of crazy things right now. How are you all even existing in the middle of this foolishness? What are you saying to the folks um, as you're doing this ribbon cutting for this building? And how are you going to get them in there to understand that it is necessary for them to educate themselves and to get them on a better path so we can have a better America? Was that too much? <laughs> a lot in six th- at 6.30 in the morning. We can handle it. <laughs> well, who wants to start? Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's too much. I, I think that... Um, with all of it, and, and just like you know, you probably are. I think you know part of the driving force is exactly what you just described, right? And and the the passion and the the emotion, um, and and I, I would even venture to say the anger associated with all of those things you just described. And I think that's when you talk about how do we exist within this environment. I think the three of us as leaders um, are extremely passionate and committed and dedicated to fixing a lot of these problems, right? And uh, Josh says this best, and I'll let Josh start to talk about the Impact Center. But, you know, we look at this as, you know, these, and, and most would consider them intractable, right? Problems that can't be solved. And, and we're saying that they can if you bring the right people together um, with the right support. 
And so, um, so we're excited to have this conversation. I don't think it's too much at six thirty in the morning. We're excited for for your for your listeners to hear this, and then uh, obviously join us uh, this coming Wednesday. Uh, so, Josh, I don't know if you want to jump in and, and, and talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I think the concept is is really simple, even though we know it's actually a really complicated problem and a long term process. But the idea of bringing the right people together. Right. We, we talk about this as a collective impact effort. Um, and that is something that kind of draws the strength of three organizations, um, and combines them so that we can start dealing with some of the issues that you've described. Um, that actually also shows a pathway that, you know, of, of a solution, right? Like, and, and, and I think the idea and, and, um, of, of having a collective um, is something that we're hoping gets replicated and gets brought to many other um, situations, whether or not it's our public education system, whether or not it's a political system, wherever it is. Um, if you're going to push a, a big boulder up a mountain, you need a whole bunch of people behind it pushing it. Um, and I, and I, and I want to say that that's also, that's like a practical solution in the sense that we have three organizations here, each of which do something slightly separate and different, but coming together and it's a bigger strength, but also it's an emotional kind of like reinforcement to each other, right? The three of us together are three individual leaders who actually need each other as we're learning, as we're trying to figure this out, as we need someone to say, you know what, you had a hard day, Josh, but we got this together. Mm -hmm. um, and I and I think that those both of those things are important, both the practical kind of everyday working of our organization, but also just like the individual kind of needing each other. Uh, it's a brilliant move. And you're right. It's common sense and it doesn't happen often at all. Mm -hmm. um, everybody, it's like every man for himself across the city. I've got this organization and I've got everybody's fighting for the same pot of money and no one's really making any indentation because everybody is fighting in different corners. The fact that you three gentlemen came together to do this work is a beautiful thing. Malik, talk to us about the Ribbon Center. What What is that magical place that you all are talking about? Yeah, and I'll, I'll defer a little bit to, to Josh because it's his uh, uh, it's his location, Andrea, but it is in the uh, Tioga and Huntington Park section of North Philadelphia uh, on 10th Street. Uh, uh, the ribbon cutting will be held uh, this Wednesday, the 21st at 11 a.m. We're calling it the Impact Center because keep me honest here, Josh, it is a 75,000 square foot facility uh, that hosts a, a, a number of different initiatives there. Um, and as, as already described by my, my, my friends here, uh, we are bringing three different organizations together under one, one facility so that we can offer a number of different, uh, much needed services to, to that community, uh, which is underserved. I think it's one of the, Josh, keep me honest here is one of the highest, um, uh, impoverished areas in the city. Um, yeah. uh, and so whether it's the work that Atif will be leading with justice involved, whether it's the work that graduate Philadelphia will be leading in terms of providing education and workforce training services, or whether it's the, the great work that Josh leads in terms of just overall community well-being and health, uh, this will all be uh, done under one roof. Uh, and so it's one access point uh, instead of uh, folks having to go to three different locations, it's one access point uh, for for the residents of Tioga and Huntington Park. Um, Josh, do you want to uh, share a little bit more ab about the Impact Center or about the, the Lenfest Center itself? Yeah, so the facility itself is called the Lenfest Center, and it's on North 10th Street um, by Pike, right just below the, the park, the hunting park itself. And I think, like you know, to speak individually about North 10 Philadelphia. 
it, it's a it's a full service community center, and we as an organization are very place based in our efforts to to serve the particular residents of the area that surrounds the community center, um, and that's our strength, right? Like we have very strong relations with the folks that live um, around that that part of North Philadelphia, um, our community center, the Lenfest Center, um, of which the Impact Center lays within. Um, provides out of school time programming, provides a market, provides an open gym, access to computers. And what we talk about is basically having a no wrong doors um, approach, right? So we bring the people into the building and then we kind of get to know them and then we hand them off either to the great people of Uplift Solutions or graduate Philadelphia, because our strength is actually in the relationships that we've developed um, in the community. Um, but we were not a provider of workforce development um, programming for adults. So we did not have that expertise. And that's why it made so se- so much sense for us to partner with these two organizations. All right. Hold on one second. I'm going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, what I'd like you to address is how will you measure success? And what would that look like for you? Because we talk a lot about partnership and pulling people together. But I want to talk about a little bit more of how will we measure success? Because there's so many of these uh, organizations across the city, and yet we still see all sorts of nefarious things happening within our communities, right? Hold on one second, please. You are listening to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with the final segment of The Source today with Malik Brown, T. Fostick, and Joshua Claris. Say your last name for me again, please. Claris. But I like it with the Jamaican twang. Yes. We say Jamaica, we say Claris. Claris, right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to the final segment of The Source today on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. God bless my eerie soul. (laughs) That's a lot to get up at 3 o'clock every morning. But we have these three gentlemen here. And we're having a conversation about the grand opening of a 75 plus thousand square foot space that the three of them, both all three organizations are coming together to serve this particular area in North Philadelphia. And, you know, behind the scenes, I asked them a question. We're not going to talk about that right now because we want to talk about how do we measure success uh, with the three of you coming together in a community that is so deserving, yet, you know, weakening to the point where some of them are leaving. Who wants yeah. to take that on? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say I, I'll start with that, and but I'll, I'll start by going back just a little bit. You know, the one of the questions or one of the statements that you made uh, related to individuals or organizations coming together was fighting over money, and and I just wanted to put a pin in that really quickly to say that for us, um, money secondary, right? It was let's solve the problem, and then we'll figure out how to finance it. Right. And so and we believe that we have the ability to finance it. So don't get me wrong that we do have to finance it, but it's not the primary goal. The primary goal is helping people. And so when you think about that and you think about success of the program um, and how we know we're successful is we know we're successful when we've actually increased economic mobility for individuals within the community that we serve within Hunting Park and East Tioga. 
right? So do we see economic gains for those individuals there? Do we see educational gains for those individuals there, right? So do we see them where we're taking, um, and, and Malik talked about a little bit, individuals that are um, unemployed when we talk about high poverty and, and moving them into employment? Do we see higher degrees uh, or higher instances of degrees conferred, both the associate and, and the bachelor level, Right. The other piece of it, too, is internal, because to your point, this is not new, but it happens not often. Right. That organizations very limited. This happens. So internally, we also look at success as making sure that we can maintain this over time um, and, and keeping ourselves accountable and, and, and being accountable to one another is another um, area of success. And I'll, I'll defer to my my colleagues, uh, you know, for for other areas. Go ahead, Malik. Yeah, I mean, Andre, I think Atif uh, said it best. I mean, I think when you look at the nonprofit sector, we historically um, have measured success based on outputs and not outcomes, right? And I think that we are seeing a dramatic shift in our sector to be more, uh, you know, outcomes driven. And so to Atif's point, you know, when someone comes into the impact center and receives an education or workforce training service, it's one thing to provide or to help someone get enrolled, um, you know, in a degree program or in a workforce development program. It's a whole nother thing to ensure that that person persists uh, to completion. And it's a whole nother thing to make sure that that person receives that credential, whether it's a workforce credential or an academic credential. Uh, and then uh, to take a step further after that person receives that credential, it's a whole nother leap to make sure that we're tying that training or that upskilling to actual employment. Um, and then that's, and that's the other piece. And then if take it a step further beyond that, Andre, it's not just getting people into any type of job, but making sure that it's a pathway to a living wage job, right? A job that's family sustaining. And so it's, it, you know, connecting all those dots is, is a, is a big task. But I think that, you know, because of the um, expertise of the three leaders, uh, you know, on this call, I know that it can be done. Um, so, uh, Josh. Yeah, I'll just add to that. I think that, that, that the part that, you know, that, I mean, uh, basic level, what Atifa Malik talked about is what it's about, right? This is a economic development partnership to provide these kind of economic mobility outcomes. Um, what we do recognize also is those dots that we're trying to connect that Malik is talking about don't go in a straight line, right? That's not life. That's not normal, right? It goes forwards. It goes backwards. It goes in circles. And so part of what we're also looking at is, is kind of like what, what multiple services are we wrapping around individuals and their families, right? Do they need access? Um, to stabilize themselves in terms of food insecurity? Do they need, um, you know, money for transportation costs um, to get to and from um, the Lenfest Center? Um, do they need an after-school program for their kids? Um, you know, and, and we can kind of um, help them navigate through all of those different needs in life um, that are sometimes just very difficult to get to because of issues of poverty, because of trauma that have inflicted in family, because of mental health issues, because of life um, that throws you a curveball. So this this grand opening is is it open already? Or is just doing the ribbon cutting on Wednesday. It's open, and the it's ribbon open. cutting is on Wednesday. Okay. So how can people access these this phenomenal service? And I'm telling you now, I may pop up. Look Please. for me. 
because I like to show up, you know, to see oh. exactly what's happening in these Wakanda streets. And I want to talk to the people that are there. I love doing that kind of stuff anyway. I like coming out into the community and meeting the people. I don't just like sitting behind the microphone and talking a bunch of yin yang. I really just want to really see what we're doing um, every day out here in the streets. So if people want to access you, how do they go about doing that? Is there a phone call? Do they just show up at the center? You know, what do they do? Yeah, all of the above, right? So you can call us at 267-908-9000. Um, ask for Miss Rose Duarte. Um, and she is our manager of supportive services, um, that works, you know, with the whole, with the collaborative. You can show up at the Lenfest Center, 3890 North 10th Street. Um, and like I said, it's, it's just below Hunting Park itself. The 53 bus, um, stops right out front. Um, it's a, easy few blocks walk from the broad germantown and erie intersection um in north philadelphia okay. um so it's right there but yeah show up um on every one of our websites so north 10 north 10 phl.org um i'll let the other guys kind of give theirs out there but um you can access and you're open what are your times days and times to the, be open? the facility is open 8 a.m to 8 p.m uh, monday through friday and nine to four on saturday Monday through Friday, because you know the people are going to call me. Yeah. <laughs> Nine to four on Saturday. After yeah. we do these interviews, they go, with that, those people that you interviewed? And so, 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 so. <laughs> so I, I write everything down so that when they call, I can go back and take a look at it. Gentlemen, um, I, I so appreciate all that you've had to offer today. And I'm telling you, you will see me. You, I'm not telling you when I'm coming, but you'll know when I sail through the door. <laughs> I bring a little breath of fresh air coming in with me. I want to see what you're doing and talk to the people and really have a more in-depth conversation with all three of you because what you're doing is not only brilliant, it is necessary and we don't see it enough. And I'm hoping this is the beginning of more collaborations on behalf of the people of the city of Philadelphia so that we can get more done instead of people sitting in their silos. So Josh, Malik and Atif, I feel like I've met you before, but we're going to work that yeah. out. We'll, 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 uh, thank you so much. Congratulations on this uh, good work that you're doing. And I look forward to seeing you all soon. Okay. Good you. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. 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 You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 